Today is January 29th. The Pirates have signed who? Araldus Chapman signs a one-year contract to pitch for the Pirates? Let's dig in. We got a good one tonight. You're listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by my brother Jake. What's up, Jake? Forgot that mute button again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not much, man. Uh, If you're not familiar with Mardi Gras, it's a big deal down here. It's in full swing. So that's fun-ish. (laughs) so much to talk about yeah so much um and i'm feeling energetic and whatever else it's saturday night for us right now yeah yep probably eating a philly cheesesteak every night of the week (laughs) <laughs> still on that love it love it uh so we don't know if something's gonna happen tomorrow or not but you know just to put that out there that if it did and you're listening to this on monday or tuesday and you're like why didn't they talk about that well it's saturday night for us and so that's when we're recording but man some big stuff mm-hmm. here i mean really one big thing we thought maybe another maybe there was a a second move coming but araldus chapman Signs a one-year deal with the Pirates. You talk about the most surprised I could have been. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there was nothing. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of, I don't know if I'm going to turn this into this, but what an indication of the fact that, like, we don't know what's coming. We don't know what's going on. Right. And you just never know like what they're working on when they're saying you know, when they're not saying anything and feels like nothing's happening and you and I have said before right, we just want to be rumored. Mhm. Sometimes you're not even rumored. Right. Sometimes it's just not even brought up. And apparently this was something where he was like I really like this. And somebody else came in and said this is the number and he wanted This is the report I read. He Mm -hmm. liked the fit with Pittsburgh enough that he went back to them and said, they offered this, will you match? If you match, I'll sign with you because I like the fit more. Which is crazy if that's how it happened. Because we're sitting here saying like, nobody (laughs) wants to come here. So what's, you know, there's there's one question we're saying like, what's the truth? (laughs) And there's another one where you're just saying like, okay, well, Maybe he likes the fit because he really liked what he had last year in Kansas City, where he was able to kind of be in the background a little bit, a little bit of a smaller market, although Milwaukee was another team that was interested and they would be the same. Mm -hmm. Except he got an opportunity to get traded to a World Series winner. By the way, he's been traded twice in the middle of the season and both times he got a ring. (laughs) So maybe that's what he saw. He's seeing that he's going to come here and then get dealt to a team that has a really good chance. 
where if he does go to Milwaukee, maybe they're kind of in it anyway. But he doesn't think that they have a chance to go the whole way. But they yeah. wouldn't trade him if that was the case. Right, yeah. They'd hold on to him. So if that's what he's thinking, then the report come out that he his intention was to come here and not be traded. So I don't really know. And I don't know how much of this is just talking. You're right. With no like real honesty there, right? Mm-hmm. Saying things that you, pe- you think people want to hear you say, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I could see some of that. Um, yeah, it's wild for sure. So let's well, let's break it down a little bit. Let's talk about it. We, we got more to get into as well. We're going to get into some of the other rumors we're going to talk about. Um, we have a question uh, on Facebook about a certain guy. We've seen other people talking about guys. We're just going to kind of talk through some of this. We're going to focus entirely on we're getting close. We're getting close. We're about like we're days from February. And so we're just going to talk about maybe some of the options that are still out there as people are signing and kind of go from there. Um, but first, Chapman. So it's obviously just wild. I mean, this is a guy that we've been rooting against for a very long time. Yeah. A guy that, uh, you know, for one reason or another, you've wanted him to not do well throughout his career. And it's just not a guy that I would have ever thought to go after. And it's just so many layers here, Jake. Mm-hmm. So many layers because you've got you've got the history off the field, right? You've got the uh, the situation there with with domestic uh, domestic violence, and you've got so you have that whole thing that he was that he was suspended for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apologize for what he was suspended for. Then there's other things that, you know, was rumored but couldn't be true or couldn't be proven. So yeah, obviously they've worked things out. They're still together. Uh, so who am I to, to jump in their personal business? Nobody. Uh, but then again, you do kind of have that uh, feeling, right? <laughs> and that's a fair feeling. And some people yeah. are dead on, write them off, never again. No forgiveness, no grace, no redemption, gone. And that's fine. You know what I mean? If you have a zero tolerance of of this situation, I, I understand. You know what I'm saying? I, and I'm just I'm just yeah. saying, like, I I get it where you're coming from. To me, and and I'm I'm not even gonna I don't have to go into that. And that's you're right. gonna hear that from me and other things too. I don't have to, right? Um for a couple reasons. One, I'm not changing anybody's mind anyway. So right. w- what am I going to do? What Am I going to stand on a soapbox and believe in what I'm saying? No, I don't know. The, I don't know the truth. So I have no <laughs> right. soapbox to stand on, right? I don't know what the truth is. Sure. So I'm just going to, you know, what I would say is it was eight years ago. They're still together. There hasn't been anything else. So what is the status right now? Maybe that's not an issue for a team saying, right. am I going to bring in a bad character I assume maybe you did some homework or maybe there's documentation on the homework that was done. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe there's already, maybe MLB knows that he went through this and that and we don't, and I don't, I don't have any idea. It's, it's not my place. I would hope because I'm also somebody who likes the good character guys. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would hope that there's some sort of something to give them a little bit of indication that he's not going to play for three months and then get arrested and be gone. Right. 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 
All right. So moving on from that, <laughs> I was told that he's a bad clubhouse guy. I tried to find that. I actually found the opposite. Not very much, but I found the opposite. I mean, first off, you got New York trades him away mm-hmm. only to re-sign him immediately. So you right. get you get Glaber Torres, who you traded for, and you get Chapman right back. Yeah, and you don't you don't sign a guy back like that unless he was at least a non-issue in the clubhouse. Yeah, and to a multi-year right. uh, lucrative deal. Yeah. I I believe that. So I, I don't think in the clubhouse, I don't think. And I mean, geez, I mean, for New York too. I mean, that was right on the outside of all of that stuff that I said was eight years ago. It wasn't eight years ago then. So right. there must have been something, some kind of, uh, you know, I don't know. I, like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to pretend it's right. not my, it's not my place. Um, Chicago, I did find articles. I did find things that were written that Joe Madden praised his clubhouse, uh, character thought he was a great teammate to the guys that are there. So there was a little bit of like, okay, well, I'm actually seeing he's a good teammate. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true again. I don't, I don't know. I, I couldn't find anything that said he was a bad teammate. So Sure. I have to trust that they did their homework on this too. I know he threw up an in on McCutcheon. And <laughs> we're fans, right? And I didn't yeah. like 103 going at his ear hole. Right. And so we hated him as a baseball player. Let's sure. let's let's yeah. lean into Jake. Let's lean into <laughs> as a baseball player from this moment right. on. You know what I'm right. saying? Because like, and I understand that stuff is serious, and I am not, like I said, I'm not shaking it off. We're just not gonna talk about it. Okay, mm-hmm. so we, we we can talk about that off air, you and I, or with other people that I know personally, we can have those types of conversations. Um, but for now, we're going to talk about the baseball side of things and baseball related side of things. And uh, and I was going somewhere with that and I and it has left me. So. Oh, the McCutcheon. Yes, throwing it. Yeah, the McCutcheon. We forget, yeah. like, there was a lot of things said, like, well, wait till they're in the same club. And it was like, well, they've been in the same clubhouse. They played together in 2018 in New York for the Yankees. So it has been, I would imagine, has been addressed. Maybe maybe he still doesn't like him. I don't really know. Maybe one's a pitcher and one's a so, hitter, and they don't even talk to each other. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so think about this, too. Like, it was such a big deal. Not even, like the actual signing like i'm not talking about that kind of deal like it was such a big deal to the the organization of pittsburgh to bring mccutcheon back you think that they're gonna go out and sign somebody that's gonna tick him off Mm. they 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 could have asked maybe i i doubt this but you know hey do you have do you guys still have issues because if it's if it's an issue with somebody that even if it's not Andrew McCutcheon, somebody that's in your clubhouse and there's known issues between the two, you would think you would, hey, man to man, is this going to be an issue if we sign this guy? Because if it's going to create clubhouse issues, might not be an avenue we want to go, but we really like this guy. We think he's a good fit. We would like to add him. Can you be a man? Can this, you know, can we get past this? as a team for the betterment of the team, like blah, 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 fill in the blanks. Like, you know, they, and with McCutcheon being such a big deal in Pittsburgh, they very well could have had that conversation. It's actually like, that was his 105. 
I said 103. <laughs> he, he brought the smoke. <laughs> yeah, he's throwing 103 now. So a couple more ticks. Then. There was something, and I, I, I'm not going to do a, a. I tried a, to do a quick, mm-hmm. uh, a quick search for it, right? And I, correct me if I'm wrong here, but like, didn't, uh, didn't McCutcheon say like, I didn't like it, but it, it's not. Uh, I waited for him to acknowledge it and didn't see anything. But when I watched the video later, he acknowledged it when I reached down to take off my shin guard. He gave a little head nod as to say, I messed up. He probably threw it a little harder than normal and it got away from him. As for any blood spilling over into 2013, the vibes in the Pirates Clubhouse indicated they were not in get-even mode. McCutcheon said, I'm over it. It's over and done with. I'd take him to dinner right now if I had to. (laughs) I don't think it's a problem. It's McCutcheon being a good dude, but why wouldn't that extend to McCutcheon if he's a good dude? He is a good dude. With right. McCutcheon being a good dude, he's not going to let it be a problem. So I don't right. think it matters if they talk to him or not. Because sure. that guy that said that is even older now. Mm-hmm. Is even a little bit wiser now. Yeah, There ain't no way that that's going to matter. And you're talking right. more than 10 years ago. Dude, yeah. if you can't let something go in 10 years, man... I feel bad for those demons in your head. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying, no, yeah. no, maybe there are things that, you know, you can hang on to, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's fine. Yeah. I for fans on the other hand, it's different. Yeah. We because hold on we're, to things, we're just fans, right? We don't yeah. have to talk to Chapman ever in person. And you know, you know that there are people that you would like to be mad at that if you ever talk to them, you just might not be so mad at them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you ever have yeah. that? Like, oh, this oh, guy's yeah. probably an idiot. And then you finally meet him and you're like, he's not a bad guy. Yeah, I don't like him, but he's not a bad guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, obviously, there are probably some guys like, I'm sure he's nice, and then he's not. But you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. And so maybe that's the situation. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But anyway, the point is, I don't think that that is an issue. I think it's more of an issue with the fans. This guy gets lit up. They're going to let him have it. They're sure. not going to let that go, no. right? And if he's good, some of them will cheer for him. <laughs> Others will just be like, all right, I'm glad I'm glad that the name on the front of your jersey is doing well, regardless right. of what the name on the back is, right? If you're, right. I've, I've heard that said too a lot. You know, they, they always tell you, you, you play for the name on the front, not the name on the back. And I think a lot of fans can say the same thing. Like, I root for that first. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know what I mean? Like, I grew up, Ken Griffey Jr. was my favorite player. He never wore Pirates across his chest. Pirates have been my favorite team since I was born, right? And right. that's kind of the thing where it's like, yeah, but that doesn't stop me from liking other players. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And there mm-hmm. are guys that have played for the Pirates that I haven't liked too. But it's just, yeah, but I want you to do well while you have that. You know what I'm saying? And so there's yeah. there's that much. And if I'm at a game and it's the eighth inning and we're up by one, and Chapman comes in and gets a mega strikeout to get out of the inning. I will cheer because the Pirates got a strikeout to end the inning, and we're still winning. Mm-hmm. And I won't feel bad about that. Right. I you just won't see me saying like I love that guy. Right. <laughs> I, I was. It's not what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so I, it's just not going to be where I'm at with it. However, it's not going to keep me from being like in a big moment in the eighth inning, and we get the strikeout, and I say, I'm not going to go, all right, 
all right, let's get, let's win the game now. Like I, I'm still gonna root for the team. I'm still gonna be excited that we got out of that jam. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and as time goes a little bit, I know initially when the signing happened, I was like, oh, geez. Yeah, it was you know, UGH. Like not a guy I want. Yeah, was your tweet uh, or was your text to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, I, I did not want. Of all the relievers, this is one I did not want. Like, I don't like the guy. I don't want to cheer for the guy. Blah blah blah. He signed. It's official. I'm like, all right. Actually, so it's not yet. I get in. Actually, it's not. It's not you're yet. Right, you're he has right. not it's been not here yet. for his There's physical somebody, yet. But right, I get it. But right. I get it. But like, it's announced that he's yeah. worth signing him. All that. So by the time I get my head wrapped around it. I'll be a little excited. I mean, it's 103 at the back end of the bullpen late in the game. He's still very good. He still strikes guys out. So let's move on to, uh, I think we've made our point on how we initially felt not happy about this. Um, Actually, you know what? I, I I would like to add something. Nutting makes those comments about how Ben's got room. Yeah. And it's almost immediately this thing happens. And there's almost a little bit of the conspiracy theory in me. Like you got to understand, I am not a conspiracy theorist, but boy, do I do they like interest me, right? If there's yeah. one out there, I don't have to agree with it for me to watch a documentary on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I still want to know, like, <laughs> what are fun. what They're are you thinking? About. Yeah, yeah. Um, although I, you know, it's that whole question: like, have we landed on the moon? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to say we have, but I'm not going to say we haven't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm still listening. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're a lot of fun. And so the conspiracy theorist in deep, deep, deep inside of me says, because we all said, when Nutting said that, it was almost like Ben's got room. Like, it's not my fault. It's his. You know what I'm saying? There's almost a little bit of that. Yeah. And it's all, it almost made me wonder, like, is this a hold my beer moment? You know what I mean? Oh, I got room? Hold my beer. Chapman for 10 and a half. You know what I'm saying? The guy, yeah. he knows everybody hates. He has to have his pulse on something, right? There has to be a question. Somebody there, somebody in the room said, oh, by the way, everybody's going to hate this move. And then say, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. And, you know, we know we've heard this a lot. And we know that Bob Nutting is dead set on great character people. And he will make sure that that kind of stuff happens. I mean, that's the McCutcheon piece, right? Mm-hmm. And if this just irked him, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I wonder yeah. if they, I see. I'm, I like to believe that sometimes there's just somebody out there that just says, "Watch this. You want to? You want to put me under the bus? Watch this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I don't. See, you mean, this is one of the things that you and I don't don't see eye to eye on. I don't think he was throwing anybody <laughs> under the bus. The comments. You don't I, think the comments were? I don't think the comments okay. were throwing anybody under the bus. I, I didn't. I didn't get that when I read it. And I was actually when you said that, I was like, really? And then you're like, yeah, a lot of people think that. I'm like, hmm, I guess I just read it a little more positively than everybody else. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you know, I just I didn't get that. But yeah. Okay, so let's move on then. Let's go sure. into um, out of the conspiracy into the mm-hmm. idea that, well, do you want to go, I mean, do you want to go the baseball side of things? Do you want to go with what this, what impact this has on the actual game? Or do you want to go into the money piece of it, which is the probably the shorter one? 
Let's do the money first. All right. So ten and a half Might million. Well. We've had a lot of people, uh, you know, saying things like, "Wow, what a lot of money to go into a bullpen." And we know that the starting pitching market has been huge, right? And mm-hmm. we know that it's it's been what it's been. Whether it's a problem, whether it's a surprise, whether it's overpaid, whether it's not, all those opinions, right? But we're seeing a little bit of that on the bullpen side now. I don't know how much you believe in Robert Stevenson had a great year after he left Pittsburgh last year. He had a great yeah. year. We looked at the numbers mm-hmm. before and he's making more. He got more. He not only got 500,000 more per year with 11, but he got a second year. Yeah. Now he's younger than Chapman, right? So that makes a lot of sense, but he got a second year. So we paid less for Chapman than LA did. LA Angels, did for Robert Stevenson. If you ask me, I'd have Chapman any day of the week, baseball, pitching in the eighth inning. I'd pay Chapman, Chapman's quality, before I'd ever pay Robert Stevenson. I still am not sure that that's real. Am (laughs) I I too harsh on that? I mean, like he was, I thought there was something there when he was with us, but like not what we saw in Tampa after he left. And that wasn't, to me, there wasn't like, what would would they put pixie dust on him like everybody says well they fixed him like in like a day like (laughs) it was immediate as soon as he got yeah i mean to me it was just like no it's just clicking now yeah or they put him in better situations you know i don't know i don't know maybe it was the fact that they were doing better than we well but that's not true because he was here when we were really good so i don't know i don't know where are you at there? Like you, I it's, mean, well, you had David Robertson too. No, I'll, I'll bring yeah, that up. You had David Robertson, forty years old, going to the Rangers for more money than what Chapman just signed for. He's he's four years older, so you can throw age out on this one. Mm-hmm. And Robertson did not have. I mean, he's good. He's still he still got it right. But it, I mean, yeah. the numbers aren't there. They're not on par with what Chapman did last year either. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'm like I was saying earlier, you still got 103 coming out of the back of the bullpen, like back end of the bullpen. You know, this money situation is just crazy in Major League Baseball right now. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't know why we're throwing this money around like it's absolutely nothing, right? But as far as bang for your buck, I, I think we win here. Like, I think we got a decent deal on. A pitcher of his caliber. When you look at it compared to like a Robertson or a Stevenson, you mean? Yes. Okay. Yes. I also think that this is the type of shift that maybe should be happening. Uh, My complaint about the money is that we're increasing starting pitching salaries and then asking them to do less. Right. If we're going to not let them throw seven innings and 200 plus innings every year, right? If they're not going to do that, and you're putting more on the bullpen to carry the the weight of six through nine instead of seven, eight, nine, or eight, nine, then you're going to use that bullpen a lot more. Yeah. That value is going to increase. If you were saying that a good bullpen arm costs four million dollars, now obviously there's inflation here, but you'll get the you'll get the idea of what I'm saying. If you're going to say that four million dollars would have been a pretty good bullpen piece when I was only asking for 40 innings and now you want to sign one for $4 million to pitch 60 innings. Like that doesn't make sense. Right. You've asked for 20 more innings. You should add money to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a third. So Mm -hmm. 
you got to pay a third extra, in my good. opinion. Now, maybe I'm putting a lot on innings, right? But I think that there's a base salary that's innings, starts with innings. I want to know how many games you're going to pitch and how many innings you're going to pitch. Innings yeah. so that the starting pitchers have more value, which is true. I don't think anybody's going to argue that. But then the number of games and innings that you're going to throw, whether they're back end or you know the, the leverage that they're going to throw, which clo- makes closers make more money. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, Kimbrel, yeah. Kimbrel's making more money this year too than, than Chapman. Yeah. So there's another guy. To, you know, I mean, just to throw another one out there. But here we are asking relievers to throw more innings, more relievers to throw more innings too. Like, that's not strange. You know what I mean? Like, they're throwing a lot yeah. now. And their prices should be going up. With starting pitchers asking them to throw less, I'm not saying they're starting, their price shouldn't go up because, like I said, inflation. But right. your bang for your buck is getting ruined, especially mm-hmm. when you sign a guy like Blake Snell. He's going to make a lot of money to throw five innings yeah, a, a game. You know what I'm saying? He He's had two years, Jake, where he's actually pitched 130 innings. Just two years. It just so happens that both of those years were 180 innings and he won a Cy Young in both years. Yeah. So that's a risk. Yeah. He's a good pitcher. But are you te- if, if that trend continues... Then if he's gonna give you 180, that's because he is in prime Blake Snell shape, and and he's clicking on all cylinders. The best he can do is 180 innings, and it's lights out. He doesn't care about walking people. He throws 150 pitches in four innings, and then he finally gets through the fifth. That's an exaggeration. The idea is <laughs> like he just doesn't care about walking people, so the pitch count gets so high so quick. It's not that Blake Snell's not good enough to face a lineup the third time through. It's that he throws so many pitches, I think, that he's just yeah. not getting there. But also, when you're in Tampa, you don't throw the third time through. But, like, he was in Tampa sure. for a long time and still only had one year in Tampa where he pitched more than 100, and where he even touched 130. There was, like, 129, you know, and, and a third or something like that in one of the seasons. And I'm not trying to bash Blake Snell. He's a great pitcher. But there's some right. risk there, and he's looking for 30 mil a year. And I'm just like, I, I don't know how I can compute that. Like, I would never touch that. Now, a yeah. team that has a lot of money to say, like, well, we don't care. We want to get that player for those five innings and hope he wins another Cy Young. Sure. And, yeah, sure, do it if that's what you want to do. I'm just saying, that would never be I – would, I would be looking for somebody different. That's all. Yeah. So, anyway. Ten and a half for a relief pitcher who will be important. Let's just say this. We watch Bednar run out of gas. If he doesn't have to get six out saves or even four out saves or yeah. or pitch back-to-back days if we don't want him to, like give him his days off and extend him, I'd pay an extra $2 million to have him healthy in September. Yeah. So let's make, let's in your head, if you want to allocate money, Two million of his salary is to keep Bednar good. Now he's making eight and a half. Now can he pitch eight and a half worthy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that's how you want to do your math, it's pro- it's girl math, yeah. right? Is that what they say? I don't know. Gosh. I don't know yeah. what they say. I don't know. But anyway, you have to justify it some way. I guess is the point I'm making. If yeah. that's how you want to justify it, then do it. That's fine. 
Uh, maybe you don't want to justify it. Maybe you just want him to go. <laughs> That's fair too. <laughs> so baseball-wise, now that we say that, now that we say, okay, the money's there, all that stuff, how does this make sense? Because somebody says, I don't even understand why this makes sense. We already had a good bullpen. So don't add to a strength. I think that it's you should be adding to a strength. I mean, if you can. Yeah, absolutely. If there's yeah. any piece of this, is he better than uh, – it's just hard to say. Like, is, You know what I mean? Because we've got options, right? Yeah. But is he better than the guys who might be on that teeter-totter up and down? Yeah, certainly. Yeah, <laughs> certainly absolutely. is. Yeah. He's better than Jose Hernandez if you want to stay lefties. He's better than Ryan Brucky, even though we like what Brucky was doing. I really like him if he's in the sixth and seventh inning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The matchups. I mean, we're going to be able to get the best of Brian or Brian of Ryan Brucky uh, because of this. I think you take a little off of uh, Holderman and Majinski needing to be eighth and ninth inning guys trying to help out. You got three. Now you've got four guys. Now you've got four guys who have an opportunity to be there at the end of the game, giving Bednar innings off and giving Holderman and giving Majinski and mm -hmm. giving, you know what I'm saying? Now you've got this balance of four guys for the last two to three innings. And you talk yeah. about days off, you talk about flexibility. And now you've said, if we're strong in the eighth and ninth now, we can handle that. You just you're only you're only seven innings now, and, and you've got five more guys for the seventh inning. You've got your starters through six. At this point, you're saying, I've got I've got starting pitchers that I won't need to go further than five. If Keller can give yeah. me six or seven, then the next day, that guy, one of those next two pitchers can give me five, and I'm still fine. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It also gives you a chance to to keep Moretta in that role of kind of let's get the starter out of a jam i didn't even bring you him know, up yeah yeah he no longer has to go into the eighth or ninth inning when he has had his struggles it's been in those situations um dude make a living getting the pitcher out the starting pitcher out of the jam or a relief pitcher out of a jam just my dude just needs to bail people out of innings he's good at it mm -hmm. let's just let him keep thriving but we're gonna we're gonna learn a little bit because of this bullpen addition and what it does to the bullpen. Like we have so many options, we're gonna learn exactly how. Um, wow, we drew a blank here. What are you what are you thinking? Our, our manager's name, Derek Shelton. Derek Shelton. Thank you. <laughs> we're gonna learn how he can deal with the bullpen when he's got a bunch of tools. That you know, it's not well. Who else am I supposed to put out there? Yeah, we've said that a lot about him, right? Mm -hmm. Well, why mm -hmm. would you put that guy in? Who else? Uh, who else? Well, now yeah. you do have options, and I think the flexibility of uh, do I still have that roster up here? But the flexibility of moving guys um, up and down, like you've got guys mm -hmm. with options and guys with like um, Colin Selby, Kyle Nicholas. I already said Jose Hernandez. He's now going to be on that list. That's really the most of the, that's really actually all of them. Um, I was thinking there was one more, but like Falter and Rowanzi are no options guys. So they're, they can't move depending on where they're at. Um, but you have like that. I guess there's probably more guys that are maybe uh, have a chance to, you know, once you get some guys on the 60 day, maybe a guy like Hunter Stratton is back involved and he's maybe in that in that flex kind of position. But you have the ability to move those guys up and down. 
And that helps. And, and it also says like, hey, you know, Kyle Nicholas has the ability to become one of those guys later in the game. And maybe he starts to say, I got I to actually earn this now. You know, Colin Selby's had, a, they, there's been a lot of guys that have really liked him. It didn't work out uh, in his first little cup of coffee, but like he's a guy working to say, no, I belong there. Yeah. And it's like, that's cool, but there's no spot. And I don't think that that's a problem. No. Because you're going to want to move guys up and down throughout the year. He, they're going to yeah. get their chances. There's going to be an injury that you're going to have to step in for and so on and so forth. And I think that depth is key. And it's it's not depth in the major league roster, but you got to have guys ready that you can trust or that you can, you know, that have to, you know, you want those guys to be better. So they've got right. to earn it. Right. So it lengthens the bullpen, but it also takes a little bit of stress off of this starting pitching, which is a good thing because they're going to need it. <laughs> right. But does that maximize? Like if you're sitting there and you're Ben Sherrington and you're saying, crap, we just keep missing out on these guys. Let's give him benefit of the doubt here. Let's mm-hmm. say, man, we offered him money. He took an, he went to New York. We offered this guy money. He wanted to stay in Chicago. We offered this guy money. He went to Toronto. Like what, how do we get a win here when our, the starting pitchers that we want keep signing somewhere else like we first off be more aggressive offer more money go back to your owner who says you have flexibility and say i need more flexibility right and Mm -hmm. so i i understand he's giving you a hard budget but he's out there saying you got room so sign one of these guys do what it takes to get them and then say listen i can't help this give me the room you're talking about yeah if that's the case if that's you know that's let us put an option yeah Give us the ability to do this. And it sounds like he's he's trying to say he's doing it, but put your money where your mouth is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so th- there's part of that too where he says, well, I think that maybe Sherrington sits there and this is maybe a little bit of a panic. Maybe a little bit of, if I can't get a quality starter for that number two spot, because everybody says you need a fifth starter. Technically, we need a second starter. We've got a fifth. <laughs> <laughs> we might have two yeah. fifths, right? Yeah. We need a second. Or at the absolute least, a third, but we need a second. Yeah. And so, so if he's sitting there saying, I, I don't, I'm not confident that we're going to get it, then you may have to go for like a three or a four. You may have to go out there and sign one of those guys. And if you do, you didn't make this rotation that much better. So, how do you still win games? L- allow them to throw less. I don't, if I don't yeah. need you to throw into the sixth inning, you can empty your tank in the fifth and get out of it. Yeah. Today, right? Let's mm-hmm. hope for a better one next time. Or really, five innings is enough, right? Maybe some guy one day has to finish, has to empty his tank in the fourth. You know what I'm saying? Get out yeah. of there without giving up three runs. Don't worry about the sixth inning and the fourth inning. If it gets you to 90 right. pitches or you have to throw max effort a little more than you normally would, we'll move on. We've got guys. There's going to be a long guy who's going to be able to throw two. Really, Moretta's a guy who's shown he can throw two innings. So there's options. I wonder if it's a little bit of a reaction there. I wonder if it's a little bit of a, if I can't get the starters, I better make this back end deeper. I I better bolster our strength, right? Sure, yeah. So I think there's something that works there. Mm-hmm. I still 
it, it would even be even better if you were able to get a number two. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and it would still work because you're talking about guys like Marco Gonzalez. You're talking about guys like whoever wins that other spot. Um, you know, I don't know. Let, uh, I think it makes sense. I don't think the money's too much. No. It's the fan in me that hates it. <laughs> but if I remove a name and I remove a history and I only look at the numbers and the rosters, right? Right. I, I just I just don't hate it. Right. I'm with you, man. But it's and a I tough think, I think place as time to be. Goes, yep. And as time goes, I'll, I'll even get more used to it. Yeah. And, and you know what? I, I've said this a million times and I'll say it again. No such thing as a bad one-year deal. You can disagree with me all you want, but there just isn't. If it's not working yeah. out, you cut ties. You just all all you're out is money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't. It's just you're not blocking anybody. It's one year. You're giving somebody time. You're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like I said, it's it's money. They've got money, but it's not like you're committed the next year to also have that on there. You could make it better next year, right? With the right. same money, less or more, it doesn't matter. Like the point is, is you you could recoup from any one year deal. If it turns out bad, you just say, well, that's stunk. And mm-hmm. you just move on. Right. But you go sign in a two year deal and you've got a lot of money in for the next year and it's not working out. Then you're sitting there like crap. We're, we're handcuffed next year too. And we got a problem yeah. here. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I, to me, it, it, there's just no, it's just, it just doesn't exist. There's, it's not a bad, cause like I said, if it's only one year, you've already committed the money. If you don't like it, just, just cut him. Yeah. Just pay him and cut him. Who cares? If somebody else picks him up, they get to pay him. That's fine. <laughs> if not, yeah, that's fine too. Like I I, th- I just think you make your decisions to win games. If that person's not helping you win games, pay him the money to not play. Yeah. And you'll still and then you can worry about winning games, right? Not, so I, you know, I don't know, it's just kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Um all right, let's keep going. Uh we got a question on Facebook uh, from from Chris. He he talked about Chapman a little bit. Um Price tag was one of his concerns there. Um, limit he 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 said worried that it limits what uh, what they can do to get another starter. I think it's a valid question when we talk about the money. However, they got room. Bob said so. <laughs> Bob said uh, so. Where's Bobby. it at? Where's it at? Dang it, Bobby! <laughs> you made the comment. I here's the thing though, it shouldn't. Right? It yeah, just shouldn't, it shouldn't. It shouldn't make a difference. It's not like they have a hundred and fifty million dollar payroll and that's going to be tight. They don't. Right. They've got room. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of whether you know what I mean. Whether it's now, does that mean that maybe Sherrington doesn't have room? Yes. If he's not given the room and it does impact the starter, then yes, you could say that Sherrington couldn't make the move that he needed to make. However, as a whole organization, let's lump them all together. They have room to make. They have room to go get a starter too. They really yeah. do, and, and they mm-hmm. and they should. They should use that, right? Um, he also says, and this is the part that we'll bring up here, I uh, I don't believe you've mentioned Zach Grinke. Other than last season, his stats have been pretty decent. Plus, he eats up innings and could be an asset to the young guys coming up. I believe he's a righty. He is a righty. And has a tendency to give up a long ball, uh, which could hurt at PNC. But what do you think? I think as far as the long ball, first off, I think maybe PNC will help him. <laughs> Just because it's right. bigger. But then again, he pitched in Kansas City last year. So if it didn't help you there, there's not a good chance it's going to help you here. Uh, last year, 2-15 and 15 
with a 5.06 ERA. He gave up 158 hits in 142 innings. I believe he's like 83 years old. Uh, he's 40 years old, right? Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I think his time has come and gone. Um, I'm a big fan of Zach Grinky. I, I, I love what he's done with his career. Hall of Famer? As far as, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Um, as far as a guy who came up in the league and was throwing upper 90s, throwing well, to the guy he was, I'm going to go... <laughs> Two years ago, okay, <laughs> when he's throwing 88, 85 to 88, you know, on his fastball, still effectively getting bad? guys out. It's that bad. Wow. He, he does not throw hard at all. He's going to be 40 years old. Uh, he absolutely should re-sign with Kansas City if he can, if they'll take him. Mm -hmm. uh, he's 21 strikeouts from 3,000. I don't think you mess around with not getting to 3,000 if you think you can. And you've played for more than Kansas City, even though you started it there. It'd be cool, like a little bookend to finish it there. But I think I'd rather finish it with 3,000 strikeouts. So I'm going yeah. somewhere to get 21 strikeouts. Right? I don't care if it's yeah. in the bullpen. I feel like you could probably get 21 strikeouts if you were in the bullpen all year. Yeah. So I, I don't know. He He shouldn't retire, but I also just don't think that that's really... I just don't think that that's the place the Pirates should go, considering the fact that we don't need a number five right now who's a leader. The leader would be nice, but we really need it to be a number two. Or at yeah. the very least, a number three caliber who will pitch in the number two spot for us. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for the message. I, I don't think it's crazy talk. No. He certainly has the name there. I just don't because if it was a fifth starter we were looking for, I'd I'd entertain it more. Right? Yeah. I think it's yeah. where I'm at with it. Um, all right, so let's talk about some of these other guys. We've got a little bit of time here, maybe to get through some of these. There's been some rumors. Uh we'll start with Carlos Santana. Do you think that that's a thing that that do you think that that's a thing that even should happen? I don't at this point. He could platoon have at, at first base, and it would open up a Connor Joe trade. Outside of I that, mean, if, what? Go right. ahead. Yeah, I just don't know if it's worth it at this point. Um, I think you know everybody understands where I'm at with Connor Joe. Is you know, not that I'm in love with him at all by any stretch of the imagination, but he <laughs> he's a better player than I thought he was. Uh, he's definitely not my favorite player. I don't have to wear that T-shirt. <laughs> but, you know, it's just he's he's a serviceable MLB player. And I think that's what you end up with with Carlos Santana as well at his age, at what we would be using him as. Um, right-handed is his better side, sure. But PNC Park isn't better for right-handers. So does that actually play in his game? I, mean, I don't a, think he has. I don't think he has the light tower power. Yeah, that his power wouldn't be affected by PNC. And we saw that enough, right? And he was able to hit some big home runs from the left side. Mm -hmm. And you probably would give him more time than just lefties, right? Right. But and maybe your maybe your thing is that you get him, and then I mean, there'd just be no point in getting him. And getting rid of Telez 
because you you wouldn't want Santana to only bat left-handed if you were trying to still do a platoon. And he certainly isn't going to go out there and play every day at his age. He does need days off, and he did that last year, but you really didn't want him to. It was it was Choi that was injured and the whole thing, and right. you expected Choi to take more of those right-handed at-bats, and that didn't happen, and, you know, this and that. It would be tough. I would like to see it. There's leadership there. I don't care about the money. They've got it to me, in my opinion. I don't care about it. I'm not asking them to go out and sign somebody for $25, $30 million, but I think that they can compile these these guys and pay them major league salaries. Whether it's $9 million, $10 million, it's doable. He would play some left-handed as well. You know, you'd have a security blanket if Telez is really bad again. You can move on, and you and you don't have to put Connor Joe out there every day. You have somebody there that makes a lot of sense to me as well. I they've made a commitment to Telez at this point. He's gonna play. He's gonna hit against mm-hmm. righties. If he bounces back, that's twenty five home runs that you're just gonna yeah. get, and he's gonna be good, and he's gonna move on, and we're gonna still be in the same position. But so would <laughs> it, I mean it'd be the same thing with with Santana. It's gonna be the same thing with you know what I'm saying they're gonna have to make. Some sort of something. And yeah. I wanted Reese Hoskins. He was not an option this year. Mm-hmm. Mostly because he was going to sign what he signed. It's a one-year deal with a chance for it to be a two-year deal if he doesn't do well. He's going to do well, especially hitting in Milwaukee. And he's going to leave that team, and he's going to go get his big deal, which is going to be more. Yeah. So it was all. he was also a one-year deal. Now, I was also like, yeah, but I'd take that over to Les. And I would. Yeah. But, you know, it just wasn't a thing. He wanted the option that apparently they're not going to give or whatever, if that's even true. I don't know. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm indifferent. I would love to have him here. If they signed him, I'd be like, all right, I'm good with it. But at the same time, I I just, I don't know how many roster spots, when we just talk about all these spots, I don't know how many roster spots you can take up with first baseman. Right. So there's that. And if you did get him, you would certainly move Connor Joe. Because you also yeah. can't just put a bunch of outfielders on your roster either and just not have, you know what I mean? Like, right. gotta have a balance. Gotta have a balance. Yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. on the pitching side, uh, they've been linked to Cindergard and Lorenzen as well in the same workout. So my first yeah. thing was, is, well, maybe they were just watching Lorenzen and Cindergard was also there. But then it kind of turned into maybe there is more than that. Uh, which would be the second signing of something that Pirates fans don't like. Resurrection Project. Well. Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about or him just... talking about the crappy Pirates. Oh, yeah. I didn't even. I You told me about that the other day. It's the first time I've ever heard of it. I can't believe that. But I, I never heard it. I think you did and forgot. I, I'm going to go with that. We don't have to like go into that, but I think that you just forgot. And you know what? If he comes here and he pitches well, we'll all forget too. <laughs> but once again, if he comes here and he pitches bad, boy, they're going to let him have it. <laughs> and they, rightfully so, whatever. You just yeah. don't. I mean, why would you even decide to put that out there? Yeah. Not like something you slipped up. You literally made a post about it and then posted it. <laughs> right. Like right. that was on purpose. And we've rocked him <laughs> since that game too. As most of the league has. That's fair. I'd much rather see Lorenzen. You know, I would too. And that's not a number. It's funny because that's not a number two. This is not the move. Neither one of these guys are the guys that I was just talking about that I thought 
this is what they really need. Yeah. But if you would go get one of those two guys, and maybe Syndergaard's a bad example, I don't really know. Lorenzen has had a good year, right? This guy is better than some of the guys that we've been linked to, according to his yeah. last two seasons. And you want to look at recency and you want to look at how they're doing. I mean, he's really, really hasn't been bad. He's wanted that opportunity to start. He's earned that. We know he's a hard worker. We know that he cares about his body and he's super into health and fitness and all those things. And so you, you got a little bit of trust there. You know what I'm saying? When you look at a guy like that, yeah. uh, not to mention he wears vans, cleats, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, that's cool. He's hit show homers. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool too. Uh, yeah. you know, I don't know, man. I mean, he played for the Reds, so we so we want to dislike him. Uh, quite frankly, I don't really dislike him, but yeah, I don't either. But I don't really feel one way or the other about him, to be honest. Yeah, but what he does give you is he gives you the ability to say this guy's worked a lot of innings out of the bullpen as well. That if something is not working, or if these guys, if it's Jones and Brubaker and Skeens banging down the door to get there. He's movable to to that bullpen and and be very good. Yeah. So there, there's a little bit there. You know what I'm saying? There's a little bit of uh, more intrigue with Lorenzen than Syndergaard. He's also going to be more expensive. He's also yeah. probably going to require a couple extra years than Syndergaard. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's something there. Maybe not. Either way, I don't think that signing either one of those guys really changes maybe what they do as far as the trades. I mean, could you imagine going into into spring training, no matter what shakes out, saying that Marco Gonzalez is now in that group of guys like Roanzi, Ortiz, Priester, and Falter in fighting for that five spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I'd, think I'd like that. Mm-hmm. But I think you got to start somewhere. Go sign one of these guys while they're available. If the trade doesn't happen, at least you got Chapman, at least you've extended things a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's going to yeah, be interesting to see if these guys are able to be signed by the Pirates, if they're going to be aggressive, if they're going to do something, maybe get creative in a contract or two. Either way. You'd think they'd be wanting to get creative. I, I don't get it. So the other one that we wanted to bring up is Michael A. Taylor. Before we get out of here, he's the last one. We wanted to talk about him. There's been a lot of people saying, just sign Michael A. Taylor. My first gripe is, why do I got to say your middle initial every time I say your name? I don't want you on my team. Mm. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> but the, you know what I mean? The, he's not a great hitter. I understand you're saying you want a center fielder. This yeah. team is desperate to score runs, mm -hmm. especially considering the starting rotation. We're going to keep going back to that, Jake. Yeah. We, we got to score runs. Mm -hmm. Michael A. Taylor does not help you score runs. Does he help the starting pitching? Maybe. I mean, these guys are probably going to give up home runs. <laughs> so they're going to walk guys so I don't really yeah. know how much he helps with home runs and walks I get the idea you do want a good center fielder I'm not discrediting that I was a defensive first player who was way better on defense than I was a hitter so you think my inclination would be towards defense but it's right now you have to score mm -hmm. he had 21 home runs last year maybe he repeats that I'm going to doubt it I doubt it if he comes to Pittsburgh True, but also, like, if you get a center fielder and you say you're going to move Jack to right field, what you're doing is you're pushing Palacios out. Mm 
right now in the current roster, I'm not sitting here saying let's move Palacios or let's keep Palacios in. That's not my goal here. It's not what I'm yeah. trying to say. But what I'm saying is this is the cause and effect. Or, I mean, my goodness, or Smith and Jigba, I guess. I don't really know. Or maybe Oliveris is just the starter for everybody and he hits better against lefties than he does righties. Whatever it shakes out to be, Jake. Mm-hmm. Whoever that is that's platooning with all of ours, Michael A. Taylor has to hit better than that guy. Because if not, it's not helping. Just keep Jack in center field. Right. And you're not going to platoon with Jack because you're not going to carry six outfielders on your roster. Yeah, and I don't know. I like I like youth a lot. Um, not that Michael Taylor's old, but <laughs> but he's not as young as the the options we have. And I think there's, I think it's important to see growth. And I think he already is what he is. Who and are you looking for? That's young. I mean, Palacios is only what twenty eight. 29. I mean, yeah, but he's beyond young. It's 32. It's yeah, but it's not say, like he's, he's 25. He, but he's also a late bloomer. So I mean, he can still see some growth. Okay. I, I mean, I could even say, like, is there a he shot for Smith young. and Jigba? Smith and Jigba's young. I like Smith and Jigba. Partially because I like his brother a lot, but so I mean I still the, like yeah. him too. So I mean there's 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 guys like that. I, I just really like I understand all of that. If I'm gonna make a move though, right? I don't mind pushing those guys out, but it's gotta be for somebody who's gonna give me offense. Or else Yeah, and it, it's, it's gonna what have you to be said. somebody Yeah, and it's gonna have to be somebody big like more than Taylor can bring to the table. Right. Yeah, and I uh, that's where I'm at. I like the defense. Mm-hmm. I really do. But I think if it doesn't, uh, yeah, if it doesn't come, that. yeah, if it doesn't come with offense, I, I just, I don't think it helps this team. I think mm-hmm. this team just, I'll deal with league average center field, which whatever you want to believe out there, if you think Sawinski's worse than league average, he's league average, and he's fine. He'll mm-hmm. be he'll be fine. If if Shin Suchu can play center field, then so can Jack Sawinski. Like yeah. you know what I mean, and 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 have people not complain about it. Right. It's right. not the worst thing in the world. He's fine. Yeah. Let him hit his home runs. Let him get his at bats against lefties, at least early in the season. Yeah. If you're in the mix down the stretch and he's not hitting against lefties, I'm all about platooning him down the stretch. But he's he needs to get a chance. He's just too young. Yeah. He's just too young not to get a chance. Don't handcuff a player before they need handcuffs. Give mm-hmm. him an opportunity to adjust and see if he can do it. If he can't do it, I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? But right. But I think you're in a position to give him that chance. Mm-hmm. Because he could be a 30-homer guy if he gets to play every day. <laughs> right. That's important. All right, so I'm out. If they sign him, I, I don't even know that I'm really upset because if he gives you better offense than the next best option in right field that, that Jack is pushing out, then I'm okay with it. But if he doesn't give you better offense, he shouldn't be starting. Right. It just To me, it just comes down to that offense. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Okay. Um, running out of time here. Uh, so, I don't know, man. There's a lot to talk about as we go into these in, into these next few weeks before the spring. I think some of these free agents aren't going to sign until spring training. And I, I kind of hope that that happens in a way because I think it changes maybe the Pirates' approach. Once you hit spring training, 
Brubaker's on the 60-day injured list, and that opens mm-hmm. up a, a 60-man spot. So is Andy. So is uh, Burroughs. Is that it? Yeah. You've got three 40-man roster spots open. If the Pirates are reluctant to sign a guy who's maybe not, like, let's say Syndergaard. And you might say, like, yeah, we need a starter, but, man, I really don't want to lose X player just because I'm signing this guy for a six-month or for a four-month rental until Jones is here. I don't want to lose that guy because of that, right? If that's their mindset, and I don't know who that guy is. I don't know what, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I think Alika Williams probably is the guy who moves for Chapman in this case. Uh, You know, I don't know. But if if you're saying that, right? If you're saying I don't want to lose a guy. And we're only like, what, two weeks out? February 13th is when pitchers and catchers report. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, 13th or 4th. Yeah. 13th is voluntary. Uh, Everyone else, 18th. And I don't know. uh, Maybe Ethan can answer this question if he listens this far into the episode of like the actual date that we can put those guys on the 60 day. Is it the first? Is it voluntary? Is it the 13th? Is it the 18th? Is it not until games start in the spring training? But like, when can they not have a 40 man spot? Right. I think is my question because if if we could wait till that point, if that's if that's any kind of holdup for signing a, a maybe this guy will work out kind of a deal, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, I think that could play, and then you could say, well, Lorenzen's still out there now, or Lorenzen I think is is worth letting somebody else go. I think maybe in a case because he's probably going to be a two year contract, I would think, but maybe like a Cindergard or you know what I mean, something like that, where you would say like, let's. I mean, certainly, maybe go back to the Grinky thing. I mean, you're not going to bring in Grinky to you're not going to lose a player for Grinky, right? So I think there's there's some of that there too. So um, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting the the next couple of weeks. I think there there still could possibly be a trade, which would also clear up forty man spots. Yeah. So you know, there's there's something there too. Uh, but the Chapman signing lets us know that boy, just about anything's possible at this point. Yeah. Do you got anything else before we get out of here? Um, not not really. I'm I'm you know, we're a couple weeks out from pitchers and catchers reporting reporting. That means the new year's about to hit. Um, you know, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. You think about it, they're kind of down the stretch, right? Of the off season. So yeah. Could be interesting to see it all shake out. I'm excited for our trip down to spring training. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm excited, too, to get down there. Uh, I need to get a rental car, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll anyway, time. Uh, yeah, we got we got plenty of time. Uh, yeah. And, and you know, we we got plenty of time till we're till we're actually playing games. And I think that these these free agents are going to hold out even longer. I mean, the, I think some of these top end guys, they're not going to sign till maybe March. Probably not till yeah. March. Probably not till March. We're going to still be seeing that stuff. I mean, Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, Cody Bellinger, those guys don't need the first couple of weeks of spring training anyway. Let's get real. Let's, let's go ahead and say Bellinger probably doesn't. Or, I mean, Bellinger probably does. All hitters do. Fair, but I, I think he's fine. I think he'd be fine yeah, without this. Yeah. I mean, he's going to miss out on 10 at-bats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to get in that bad a game for a couple of games and not travel and whatever else, depending on who he signs with. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think there's, I think he'll be fine. Yeah. He'll and be he'll right. be getting his, he'll be getting his hacks. So, I don't know. 
You got anything else? Uh, I already asked if you had anything else. You already told me no. <laughs> I don't have anything planned for next week yet, so stick around. We'll see what we're doing next week. And um, let's go Bucks. Let's go Bucks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks! <laughs>